Hallelujah. How many worshipers do we have in the building? Amen. Let's give the ensemble a hand. Amen. What a powerful rendition of that song. I worship you because of who you are. Thank you, Jesus. Let's just worship right now in the name of Jesus. Somebody just put your hands together for our Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. And we bless your name, Lord. We worship you because of who you are. We might praise you for what you've done, but we worship you because of who you are. We thank you right now. Bless your name for this day. We thank you for your word, a relevant word for this time and this season, touching this place today in the mighty name of Jesus. Take over this place that we all will lead better than we came, and those that came bound will lead delivered. In the name of Jesus. And let your word have preeminence in this place. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for a word for every situation. You know what we all are going through. And even before you put this word in my spirit that you're going to speak through me today. You knew who would be in the house. And we thank you for it right now. We're thinking that you're the only wise God, the omnipotent God, omniscient God. Oh, we thank you for it right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, knowing, we thank you all powerful. We bless your name in this place. We thank you that when you make your mind up, there's nothing that can stop you from doing what you intend to do. And therefore, when you get ready to bless us, there's nothing that can stop the enemy from your hand blessing us. We thank you today. We step aside and let you have the floor. In Jesus' name we pray. Let everyone say amen. Somebody give him another praise in the house. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And I thank God for, once again, the praise team today, amen, who God really spoke to us through them in song already. Hallelujah. Because of who you are, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. How many of y'all know him to be a God that will make a way out of no way? Thank you, Lord Jesus. There's a song that says, I've seen him do it. If you've seen him do anything in your life, just give God praise in the building right now. Hey! Hallelujah. Somebody say, I know because I've seen him do some things. Seen him heal. Seen him deliver. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
I've seen demons flee under the, because of the anointing of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We're going to the book of Isaiah today. Thank you, Jesus. Chapter 46, verses 9 through 11. And then we're going to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11. And I will repeat myself. There is a word from the Lord this day. Thank you, Jesus as we stand for the reading of God's holy word. Thank you, Jesus. How many of y'all know that the word is God? Thank you, Jesus. His will explained the name of Jesus. Isaiah chapter 46, verses 4 through 11. It reads as follows. It says, Remember, the former things of old. For I am God, and there is none else. I am God, and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient times the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand. And I will do all my pleasure. Verse 11 says, Calling a ravenous bird from the east, the man that executed my counsel from a far country, yea, I have spoken it. I will also bring it to pass. I have purposed it. I will also do it. Thank you, Jesus. Just keep your finger right there. Keep your device right there, however y'all are doing it today. Ephesians 1 and 11 says, In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. Let the church say amen. Now I want to go back to Isaiah 46 verse 10. And that's where our topic will come from that God wants to give to us today. It, it says this, it says declaring the end from the beginning. And from ancient times the things that are not yet done. Saying my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. Let the church say amen. You know, there's a scripture, there's a verse that says, God says in his word, he says, I am the alpha and the omega. I'm the beginning and I'm the end. And, and God simply has a word for you today that simply says this. Just look at your neighbor and tell him, say, work the middle. Look at somebody else and say, work the middle. That's what we have today for you. That's the word for the day. You may be seated if you can. Work the middle. And many times we have uh, many contemporary sermons today that deal with relational and financial and social issues. But 
we as Christians, we will miss the point if the issues, those issues alone are not grounded in the nature and word of God. No matter how successful we might be, maybe it's in a relationship, maybe it's in a financial situation or socially, without the knowledge of God, without God being in our life, our successes are shallow. And our achievements worthless. Let the church say amen. God has to be a part of what we're doing. How many of y'all know that you can succeed at the wrong thing? Good God Almighty. You can succeed at the wrong thing. We have to understand that our life is not measured by what we own, but by what owns us. Your life is not measured by what you own, but what owns you. So we got to make sure that God is the one that owns us, that we belong to him. Anybody in here belong to him? My God, my God. So we got to make sure that what the plan and the things that we're doing is of God and we're working his plan. One of the sad things is that statistics say that 90% of the population will die and never achieve more than 10% of their ability, not realizing their full potential or their purpose. That's why many times we know we got to get attached to God. One of the greatest tragedies that we see and we face today is someone that died and never fulfill their God-given purpose. Look at your neighbor and say, fulfill your purpose. Whatever you do, fulfill your purpose. Because you got to understand many times, success and failure is predictable. Because it's about a decision. You got to make sure that you're making godly decisions. Everything that God designed, now hear me good, everything that God designed has its own success built within it. But it's about a decision. Success is determined by what you do in the middle. Success is determined by what you do in the middle. God already has your beginning. He has your end made. But success is determined by what you do. Hebrews 11, we call that particular book the Hall of Faith. We have people in that book like Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Moses. You can go down the line, Isaac, Jacob, Sarah. And not only that, we have a woman that named Rahab that was a harlot. But in the middle, she made a decision to move from that lifestyle into the ways of God. Amen, somebody. And so you got to understand, regardless of where you are right now in life, you might be in the middle. You haven't gotten to the destination yet. Amen. But if you get a hold of God, 
He'll turn things around in your life. Oh, just can I set this up real quick? I mean, because, you know, Elder Fraser talked about it Sunday, about Hebrews chapter 12. It says, it talks about the witnesses, that we have a great cloud of witnesses cheering us on to make the right decision while we're in the middle of the journey. And one thing I love about them, amen, they made their journey without a car. They made their journey, amen, without having the complete Bible. They made their journey. They made their journey without a radio, without the internet, amen, without Facebook. They made their journey. Come on, somebody. They made their journey, amen, without all that. And look what we have. So we have no excuse because God have made it easy for us to work the middle. <laughs> because by faith, they came across the finish line. How many of y'all know you can do it by faith? And so they had faith in common. How many of y'all got some faith in here? Amen. Somebody, somebody got, you got something in common. We have faith in common with them. And so many times on our journey, amen, we can't see the end already that God has made for us, but you have to work the middle. Good God, you have to work it where you are right now. Many times we get so frustrated because we can't see what the end is. But if we keep going forward, amen, God has an expected end already for you. My God. And so I have five points I want to lay out to you. And if you get these, it would change your thought pattern. It would change how you live your life. As the young people say, it would change how you roll. And so the first point I want you to understand is this. is Your purpose and destiny was chosen by God. It's already been chosen by God, but its fulfillment is decided by you. He's already chose your purpose. He's chose your, he chose your destiny, but the fulfillment of that is decided by you. You have already been chosen by God to succeed, but you got to stay in the program. You got to cooperate with his plan. And that's what happens many times instead of working the middle, instead of saying, God, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a tight situation right now, amen, but I'm going to work this in your name. I'm going to do it your way. We like to jump out of the plan. God places our future within ourselves. He had placed it already. My God. See, you got to understand, you possess your future right now on the inside of you. Because God is our manufacturer, he has already designed us to succeed. And so when you do your own thing and you go off on your own road and your own road and your own plan, amen, you messes up, amen, his reputation. Amen, somebody. In the word of God, his reputation is known by, for his name's sake, for his reputation. For him, whatever we do, we got to make sure it's for God. Amen, somebody. And, and so as we go further, I want you to look. It's, it's kind of like a parent. Amen. When, when, when they send the child to college, they already paid for it and everything. And they can see the child already walking across the stage receiving the degree. 
It's already set up. All the child got to do is stay in the program. Tell your neighbor you'll win if you don't quit. And see, when you stay in God's program, you haven't expected in. Because everything is set up for you to win. But if you jump out of the program, if you don't cooperate with his plan, you hurt your own future. Amen, somebody. So you got to understand, when we look at an orange or when we look at an apple, God has already put the future inside. He put the seeds inside. The future's already there. It just has to go through the process. When you have an egg in your hand, you already have a chicken. It just has to go through the process. Look at your neighbor and say, if you go through the process, you'll get there. Tell them. If you go, it just has to go through the process. My God, my God. See, it takes me back to my country days. I mean, you know, many times we would, we would use an incubator. You've been an incubator, and, and we would put the egg in the incubator. Somebody know what I'm talking about. We got, about, we got a handful of, of country folks in here. Amen. Tell your neighbor if they don't know. Amen. And we put the egg in the incubator, and, and the incubator would do what it needed to do. And after a while, we'd come back and look at the incubator. We'll see that it had gone through the process because the egg stayed in the program. And we'll see a shell begin to break on the egg. And we'll see feathers begin to. Because it stayed in the program. And it stayed with the process. Good God Almighty. See, you got to understand. You got to stay with the process. You got to understand your future is not ahead of you. It's trapped in you. You're walking around with it. I understand the future being ahead of you. But you got to understand, you're walking around with your future within you. God has already placed it within you. Somebody that got that just shout glory right now. See, 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 that's why when you're going through the process, that's why we tell young people, be careful who you hang around. Because they'll pull you away from the process. They'll pull you away from the program. You got to stay in the program. And when you stay with God, amen, God has an expected end for you. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm, I'm going to hit your thing in a minute. Amen. I'm coming for you. Amen. God is so good, and he's worthy to be praised. That's why we know that God made the end from the beginning. You got to understand, your future is God's past. Ain't it bad? And see, you got to understand, when he put us together, amen, it's just like movies. Many movies, they'll make the ending before they make the beginning. They make the ending, then they go back and they make the beginning of the movie. They already know how it's going to end. See, if you stay in the plan, let me show you how awesome God is. He already told you in his word how it's going to end. Oh, my God. Somebody praise him right there. If you like the ending you see right now. Oh, my God, my God, my God. And so we see here, you look here, Revelations 1 and 8, just let me say this. He says, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, said the Lord. Look here, which is and which was and which is to come. Then it ends and says, the Almighty. Oh, my God, ain't it bad, y'all? That's the God we serve. You got to understand, God completes your life first. 
then he backs up and starts your life. That's why he can say in his word, I knew you way back then. Oh, somebody praise him right now to know what. Amen. He said, I knew you way back then. So you got to understand, when God starts your life, how many of y'all in here re recognize that you're here right now? You recognize you're here. You got to understand, when God starts your life, that is evidence and proof right there that your end is already set up. Good God, by you being here right now, you know that you already set up to succeed already. But you got to stay with the program. Good God Almighty. Let, let me say, I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump ahead of myself. Let me tell you all this. See, that's why he did not panic when Adam and Eve messed up. Can I explain? That's why Revelation said that the, the, the lamb was slain from the foundation of the earth. Because he already, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost had already got together. And they said, well, you know, if, if we create man, why, why you know, we're going we to give them their own thoughts and all this. We're going we to give them free will. You know, well, what if they mess up? Well, you know, I'll tell you what, well, son, Jesus, you go ahead and die now. Just in case they mess up. It's a, and I've heard people preach, well, you know, when, 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 when Adam and Eve messed up, the Father God didn't know what to do. Oh, and he said, oh, I've never seen this before. The devil is a lie. He already said, I already, God Almighty, I already knew what was going to happen. And that's why my son was slain before the foundation of the world. Oh, somebody praise him in here right now. Amen. You got to understand the devil ain't never had the ups on God. The, the, to the ten of y'all that know that, shout glory up in here. Hey! My God, my God. You got to understand that when you're in the will of God, the enemy never had the ups on you. I don't care what it looked like. Sometimes God will let you go through a little something just so he can brag on you when you come out of it. Somebody shout glory! How many of y'all know that God had bragged on you before because you got in a jam, but you still here? I, I, I just need 5.7 of y'all to know what I'm talking about. Those that'll be real with yourself, that know God delivered you from something, that know God brought you away from something. You know, if, oh my God, even if your neighbor knew it, they would get up and move right now, but you know God brought you out. Somebody shout, glory! My God, my God. That's why I thank God because I, know, I don't know about y'all, but I know it brought me out. Wasn't nothing but the God. Oh, wasn't nothing but the power of God delivered me. Hey, somebody. Nobody but God. When the enemy wanted to kill me, when somebody dreamed my funeral, and God let me know that's going to be you in a few days if you don't get it together, I had to decide. And I had to work the middle right then. Because I was at a crossroad and I had to work the middle. High five your neighbor and say, work the middle, work the middle. Woo! My God, my God. To tell your neighbor, you're not a mistake. See, the devil told some of y'all were born out of wedlock. Come on, somebody. And the enemy wants you to think you're a mistake. You are not a mistake. God had you in the plan the whole time. Woo! 
Doesn't matter what way you came, you were coming anyway because God had already spoken before time. Don't care how your mama act, don't care how your daddy act, some of y'all parents won't even own you, but God will own you because He spoke you into existence. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All of y'all that need to slap the devil, give God a praise right now. God, my God. And don't judge your destiny on where you are right now. Don't judge your destiny on the location where you, oh, my God, on the location where you were born in. Amen, somebody. The little girl that I sponsor already spoke it over her life. Her house could fit in this spot right here. Amen. But I spoke it in the name of Jesus because she's seven years old right now and she wants to be a doctor. I said it is so in the name of Jesus. Where you were born don't stop you. But you got to understand somebody. Jesus was born in a barn, but it didn't stop him from being king. Oh my God. Somebody shout glory. Hey, somebody. Oh my God. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Amen. High five your neighbor. Say, I'm unstoppable in Christ. I'm unstoppable in here. Oh, my God. You could be born in the backside of the road, backside of the ditch. If God calls you out, amen. Hey, somebody. My God, my God. You got to understand when you in God, it don't matter, amen, where you were born. No matter where you came from. Amen. God is God and he'll break you free from that thing in the name of Jesus. Amen, somebody. Because we got to, because God will use one person to deliver the whole family. Some of y'all in here, God said to tell you, you the one I called to deliver your whole family. You need to give him praise right now. My God, my God. You got to understand, that's why, that's why God don't panic. Amen. He's he not going to pay. Look at here. Let me read this thing. Amen. Revelations 13 and 8. It says, and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him. It says, whose names are not written in the book of, the, of, of life of the Lamb. Slain from the foundation of the world. Then it says, if any man have an ear, let him hear. Good God, it, say, it lets us know that everybody going to worship him in the end. Amen. Every knee shall bow. Amen, somebody. Every tongue will confess that he is Lord. But he was already slain from the foundation, amen, of the world. Amen, for our mess up. Amen, somebody. Amen. That's why we got to get the word. Amen. When, when, when preachers start preaching, oh, well, you know, it slipped up on the Lord. No, it didn't slip up on God. God know what you're thinking right now. So I hope y'all got some clean thoughts going on. Amen. Because number two was simply that. God made the end from the beginning. He made the end from the beginning. You got to understand that. He already, he, God completes your life first. He's all, he said, this is what, he, he, Nelson, this is what you're going to be right here. I'm going to tell y'all, let me, let me talk about me. Because when I was coming up, there no, no being a preacher. Folk would prophesy to me about being a preacher, saying, you're going to preach. In a, and I would be walking out the house. Evangelists came over to the house and said, you're going to be a preacher. I was walking out the house on my way to the club. Said, you're going to be a preacher. My mama would pray. Praying. 
Lord, I know what you already see. See, some, some, some parents out there need to hear me right now. You, your, your son or daughter might be cutting up, doing all kind of stuff. You embarrassed for the saints and your neighbors to know. Amen. But God said, stay with me. Stay with the plan and watch what I do. Because, I, you see, that's what my, my mother's in heaven right now. But that's what she did. She prayed for me. I'm in the club. They didn't even know it. Not only was I in the club, I, I was one of the DJs. Amen, somebody. But God was still saying, I'm going to use him. Mother, if you stay with me, if you, if you keep praying, amen, I'm going to change his life. Amen, somebody. How many of y'all know God will change your life? Do we have any evidence up in here? If you ever did, jump up and say, I'm evidence right here. Oh, my God, I'm evidence. I'm evidence. You know where you came from say, I'm evidence. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, somebody. So we got to understand we're here for a reason. I mean, God is an awesome God. Now, now look at this right here. My next point is simply this right here. God designed a route to get you to your future. He designed a route to get you to your future. Jeremiah 29, 11, that's why he says, I know the thoughts I, I think toward you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you an expected end. So you got to understand you've been predestined. That you, you've been predestined. 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 That means destination set before the beginning. That's why God said you've been predestined. You got to understand the purpose is your destination. The plan is the route. So what you don't realize a lot of time, some of the things that God put in front of you, some of y'all be rebuking the devil and all kind of stuff, but he put those things, you, but you don't realize that's your route. You don't realize when you're going through it, that's just the route that God has, because he has to mature you. He has to train you. He got to build you up before you get to the destination. If he don't train you and build you up and take you the right route to get you to the destination, you won't be able to handle the blessing. How many of y'all in here, by a show of hands, have been through a lot of stuff in your life? Just raise your hand. Just raise. Now, now look at your neighbor and say, there's a good chance that was your route. See, that's, that's, why, that's why many of y'all, God don't tell you the route. Many, of you, many times, he will show you your future, but he won't tell you the route. He told, he, he, you know, he was saying, you're going you're to preach for me. You're going to be a preacher. You're gonna be, and I'm, I'm doing something else. And, and then, then he began to put me on the route. The route took me all the way through Fort Bragg, North Carolina. From Fort Bragg to nine years in South Korea. It, see, the reason he didn't tell me that. Folk getting mad and walking away from me. Folk that I thought, amen, would, uh, just walked away from me because I follow what God said do. See, if, if, if I'd known I would lose some close friends, it 
if I would known, if I known, amen, my, my family would have to go through things, amen, for God to get me so he can show me how to handle it when I get here. I wondered why every time, every job I had going up through life, I would become the division chief or the manager and I would be the youngest one. The, the, the younger people, I mean the older people that was underneath me kept asking me, how old are you? How old are you? How old are you? Because God had put something in me already to lead. But if I had known the end was going to be this, Some of y'all, where you are right now, if you known where you where the end is going to be, you would you would jump out of the program right then. Uh-uh. If Joseph had known, if Joseph had known that the plan meant he would have to be thrown in a hole and abandoned by his brothers, if he knew that the plan meant that then he was going to be put into slavery, amen, if he knew that after then the plan was going to be, he would be thrown into prison for years, if he known all that up front, he's not, I don't know about this rap, Lord. Some of the things that y'all are going through right now is just the route God have you on to get you where, see, have you ever seen somebody want to be a manager, but you didn't want to tell them, but they didn't have the goods? You ever see somebody say, you know, I'm, I'm going to be in charge one day, and, 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 and they can't even keep. <laughs> and then they start going through some things. Then God put them over here. God put them over there. Then he put them around some mean folks. Then he put you in office with somebody that don't like you. Then he let you go through a supper things through hard through hard times in your life. You want to the world. But God said, your destiny is right here. Your destiny is to be king. Your destiny is to own your own business. Your destiny in owning your own business to know how to handle people. Your destiny, oh, your, your destiny. See, and, and if I don't take you through this trap, see, y'all calls it trap. Y'all calls it all different kind of things. But God said it's test and training. Like Joseph, his own family walked away from him. So he had to learn how to love his own family, even when they've done him wrong. Because if he had not gone through that in the end, when he had control, amen, and control all the money and everything, and control all the food, and his brothers came back to see him, he could have said, okay, I'm going to get you back now. But because he'd been through training and had been humbled down and not know how to, how to, oh my God, how to deal with broken people because he'd been, oh, he'd been broken before. Job said, I've been living right. I'm hanging on to my integrity. Now, Lord, something going on here. 
lost my children, lost what I own, all my cattle gone, stuff got my bones, everything burnt down. To top it off, my wife told me to curse God, not only to curse God, but then she looked at me and said, curse God and die. That means she didn't even love me no more. Because right then, see, God couldn't tell you, say, you know, you, you, you know, only thing I'm trying to do, I want, I want to bless you at double. I know you're rich now, but I want to bless you at double everything you got. You know, I can't tell you now. Because, see, you got to, see, I, I got to take you through this so you will know all the tricks and all the different kind of stuff that people will try to bring to you to try to bring you down. Amen. Because you got all what I'm getting ready to bless you with. Touch your neighbor and ask him right now. You, you, you don't really need to get an answer from him, but touch him and say, what route are you on right now? Then look back at him and say, work the middle. What? See, see, right now, see, you can't see it. You, you say, Lord, I, I see where I want to be, you know, and I'm trying to get it. But God said, I got to take you this right. But you got to work the middle. You got to work it. Amen. You, you, you just can't sit down. And, I'm mad with God. No, I got to work it. Work it means continue to pray. That just like if you're in college, if you're trying to get there, amen, you got to work it. Amen. At night, sometimes you might want to go to bed, but you got to study. You got to work this thing. Somebody shout, work it. You got to work the middle. My God, my God. Some of y'all seeing some stuff right now. Some of y'all saying, oh, I, oh, okay, I see why I'm going through this. Imagine right now the, the things that God wants to give you if he gave them to you right now. If he gave you your destiny right now, could you handle it? If he gave you a franchise of businesses right now, can you handle it? Even that position that you, that you got mad with God about, are you really ready for it? Sometimes God would take you just another year because he said that. The, see, let me tell you all this. This is why the scripture says the blessings of the Lord make it rich. And here it is. And added no sorrow. Why? Because he takes you through the training before he gets you there. So when he gets you in the place, you're mature enough and have enough integrity and have enough learning to hold on to what he gave you. Now somebody give God a praise for that right there. My God, my God. So you got to work the middle. My God, my See, let's see, look at your neighbor and tell him right now, said, you look nothing like your future right now. Because see, you you see you 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 don't look like it right now. See, Joseph was already the king, but he didn't look like it. 
David was out there, see. David was out there in the field with the herd. And God had already called him what? King. But he, look, look at the process he had to go through. It's bad when the person that's in the position that God told you that you're going to be in is the one trying to kill you. You in my position. God done told me that was mine. And you trying to kill me. How many of y'all own jobs and the person that's the person that's in the position that you being groomed for don't like you? They talking against you. They trying to kill you. They trying to tear your name up. And you still coming in doing your devotion every morning. Folk coming over to you saying, you know they don't like you. You know they're trying to put something together to keep you out. Who you going to listen to? Well, I'll tell you, but the Holy Ghost talking to somebody in here right now. My God. But you're still doing what you're supposed to do. Getting javelins thrown at you. And the only reason they're missing you is because you're ducking in prayer. See, some of y'all, the reason stuff hadn't hit you is because every time it tried to hit you, you down in prayer. You, you, can't, you don't even know the stuff going over your head. Somebody need to, hey, somebody need to praise them right now. Only reason they haven't hit you because every time the enemy try to hit you, you in prayer. And God just goes, you don't even know what's going on yet. All kinds of stuff. But you still talking to the Lord. Anybody in here talking to God, amen, know what I'm talking about. Amen. You, you still talking to God. And see, let, 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 let me go ahead, you, you know, and, and talk about this right here real quick. Because many of us, we, we, even in here right now, we're making our own plan. We say, I'm going to do this, do this, and I'm going to go to this school. And we go over here, we're making our plans, doing this. And, and all of a sudden, we see some doors closed and we see a door open over here. And it's, well, I didn't want to go over here, but that's what's available. I'm, then we get here and we finish that. We say, I wanted to go over there, but they said that, that, that class is full. I can't. But they said they got an opening over here. They said, see, you got to understand, the Bible say that, that a man divides his plans. In other words, a man makes his plan. But the scripture says this, a man's heart divides his way. But the Lord directs his steps. Because some of y'all, I mean, God knows that, that your heart's right and you want to do something, but you don't know. He, he's closing some doors over there because he's taking you the route that he knows you're going to need because it's not for your name's sake, it's for his name's sake. So he's taking you a route. Amen. So there's some folk, amen, that, that God said, God told me, he said, go ahead and stay another year. 
if you're in the military. But then they some he said, no, nah. he said, you need to retire now because the plan I have for you. Good God of mine. But you got to know, you, 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 you got to be in prayer, amen, knowing that it's him, amen, and you got to work the middle. Because, see, when you work in the middle, amen, God will speak to your heart, and you'll have peace when you step in his will, amen. you have the peace of God. My God. And so, then, as you're going forward, amen, because you got to understand the plans that God has, the plan is not to keep you from your future. It's not to keep you from your future, but to prepare you for your future. Because you'll mess up if you get the blessing too soon. If you get the destiny too soon. If you get to your future your own way. I told them this morning in Sunday school, anytime you try to make your own blessing, you're going to be in trouble. Because your blessing won't last. You got to make sure it's God's blessing. Amen, somebody. Ooh, am I talking to anybody in the building? Amen. Oh, my God. And, and so when you look at here, see, because you got to understand your future requires greatness. Your future requires maturity. Your future requires wisdom. Because when God is going to give you something big, he need to have you ready for it. Especially, especially some of the millennials, some of them, they want it right now. They just want to, I, I, I want to right now, you know, I, I, I want to be the manager right now. You only have got one job on your resume, but you want to be the, the manager right now. And that, and that one job, say McDonald's. But you want to come up, you want to take the, you, you, you want to say, you, you want CEOs working for you. See, with the things of God, you got to let God take you through the process. Take you through the process. Amen, somebody. That's why many of y'all, God is not telling you, amen, the route right now. Oh, you know, if the door closed over here and that one opened and you went over there and then you thought you were going over here and that door closed and the door opened over there, that's God ordering your steps. Ordering your steps. Putting you in the right route. Putting you where? Because success is not success if it's not in the will of God. Amen. Some, amen for the 3.5 of y'all to clap right there. Amen. Look at here. Let, 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 let me take you a little further. Now you, you might say, well, well, well what, if, what if I mess up? What if I mess up along the way? Let, let, let me go to my fourth point because, you know, God got something for that too. So what if I messed up in, in the middle of the route where I'm working the middle? What if I did mess up? You know, see, God will use your mess up when you decide to look up. Prodigal son messed up. Got off track. Got all that. Lost everything because he jumped out of the plan. He jumped out of the program. He lost everything. But then when he decided to look up, God put him back in the program. Because he said, let me go back, amen, to the things that I know. Let me go back, amen, home to my father and get it right. I, he said, I'm not even worthy, amen, to be a part. I, I, I need to just work with the hired hand. Because now he had humbled himself because he got out of the program, amen. And God, because the thing about it is, you got to look at, what, what if you got pregnant along the way out of wedlock? Everybody say, oh, you can't, you done got pregnant, done messed up your life. Well, you, you done got out, got on drugs while you was in there. 
you done got caught stealing some candy bars out of Walmart and you got, done got off track. Now everybody looking at you, man. We thought you, man, we thought you were saved, man. You done got off track. Messed up, got married. You went, maybe you went through a divorce, whatever. And you know, the enemy tried to tell you, oh, you done messed up. Yeah, but see, but, when, but let me tell you something. What God is saying, he will still use that when you decide to look up. When you get back on track, get in the program. That's why he says in Romans 28, that's why I thank God for that. Because I got off track one time. But when I got back in the program, then God said in Romans 8, 28, and said, and we know that all things work together for the good of them. Come on, somebody, that love God to them who are the called according to his purpose. All the folk that got back on track, but now you still in the program, just stand up and say, Lord, I thank you. My God, my God. And, 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 and you know what? You know what he said? You know what he said? He, he said, he said, bring the baby on. I'm 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 gonna use that in the program. Bring you oh, you had a baby in wedlock, like, bring him on because I'm gonna use them. You know, I'm, and not only that, I'm gonna use that for a testimony, amen, to tell other people I can still use you even though you had a mess up in your life. Oh, oh, you oh, oh you divorced, you mess. Oh, bring that on. Bring that on. Now that you're back with me in the program, you know, I'm going to work that together for the good because you're going to be able to talk to other people that have been divorced and say that God can still turn it around. Look at me right here. Look what God has done. I'm a business owner right now. Oh, I am the CEO. Somebody, somebody praise God and hit it. Know what I'm talking about. God will turn it around. The devil told you it was over, but God said, all things work together for the good of them. See, now I love God. Now I'm the called according to whose purpose? His purpose. For whose name's sake? His name's sake. Give him a praise in this place. David got off track, slept with a woman, amen. But oh my God, messed up. And the devil said, it's over right now. But David got back in the program, my brother. He got back in the program and oh my God, and God used him. Had a son named Solomon, amen. Oh my God, you look down the line. God, how many of y'all got back in the program? Let me see who then got back in the program. Amen, you got back in the program. Why? Because I'm still working the middle. Oh my God. See, if you mess up, just work the middle and get back on track. Somebody shout God up in here. Oh my God. Somebody shot Lauren. Woo! When the folk that betted against you, when they see you, and now they see you looking good and everything, and they know about your mess up, they know you got, they know you messed up, whether it was in the military, whether it was in with your family, whether it was in life, or whether it wasn't in you, you just lost some things because somebody walked away from you. When, when they, when, now when they come up on you and they say, man, man, you're looking good, girl. You're looking good. And, they, and, and, and when they're waiting for an answer, just look at them and say, I work the middle. <laughs> Let's say, I work the middle. That's what happens. See, you got to work the middle. See, you might mess up in the middle, but long as I work the middle, I still get to my destination. Somebody give God a praise up in here. All the folk that wouldn't work in the middle just shout glory up in here right now. See, some of y'all are, are, are children out of wedlock. And the enemy told the enemy, oh, you know, you ain't, you ain't got your, all your parents not together and all this kind of stuff. But get into the program and work the middle. 
saying? I'm not, I'm not going to call no names. I'm not going to give it away. But there are single folks in here right now that own multiple houses. Multiple. I've been through some things. But they start working the middle. They start working the middle. See, I can't see the end, but I'm going to work the middle. I got to get out of here. But see, my last point is simply, simply this right here. Don't get weary in well-doing. Don't be weary in well-doing. You'll go through some things, but you got to understand it's just God taking you through your route. You're going to go through some things that are not going to feel so good. But how many of y'all graduated any school without a test? God got you going through route. He's taking you through tests. Taking you through some trials. All those things are just put there to get you to your future. To get you to the destiny, to the thing that he called you to do. Don't get weary and well-doing. And see, you, you, you got to understand, you got to keep your stride. Doesn't matter if somebody trying to get you off track. To look at your neighbor and say, keep your stride, keep your stride. Keep, keep your stride. Because I don't care what tried to hold you up, God will work it in the plan when you get back in the program. Just keep your stride. Just keep on going. Don't get weary in well-doing. Because Galatians 6 and 9 say, Before in due season we shall reap if we faint not. And that's why you have to watch out for bitterness and weariness. You know, you have to watch out and don't get weary while you're going through your routes. While you're going through your challenges. While you're going, there, see, there, there's some things that made us all cry. Amen. And we had a, had a testimony right now. We could tell you the things that, that made us cry, but God brought us out. Amen. But you can't get weary. Hey! And when you're going through those things, amen, you got to stick with God and stick to the plan. Because weariness is simply a loss of endurance. Weariness is a loss of pleasure. A loss of enjoyment of doing the things of God. Amen. When you want to quit. Amen. But you got to hang up in there. You got to keep on going. Amen. Because the key is how you respond. Okay, the secret of running well. The secret of running well and what the scripture lets us know. The secret of running well and, and when you're in the middle, working the middle, is looking to Jesus. Because when you look to Jesus, Hebrews 14 and 2 says, look here, it says, looking unto Jesus, what? The author and finisher of our faith. So you look to him. Regardless of what's going on on the rain, yeah, I went through a challenge. Yeah, I had some folk to walk off. Yeah, I had some folk that got mad. I had all this. Thing. I had some things that, 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 that happened to me that, that I'm not proud of. I had all this. Kind of, but I'm back in the program, and I'm looking to Jesus. So you got to stay focused on the prize. Amen. Don't you, and you got to look to him. Amen. Don't be looking at everything away from past failure. Look away from that. I know that happened. See, that's why I see Paul was one of these, amen, that messed up in his life. Amen. Had Christians killed. Amen. But he had to get in the program and God worked it for the good. Amen. And, and oh my God, when he got into the program, he said, I pressed toward the prize of the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Because he said, I got to forget all those things. All my failures, all my mess ups, all my all the times I, the things I said that was wrong, the things I did that was wrong. I got to press forward to the mark. My God, my God! I, I remember in, in the Olympics, Deke, Amen. There was a, there was a fella that was running, and he had the race worn. 
He was out in front, had the race won. There was a guy on his side. He didn't know it was there, and all he had to do was stay focused and cross the line. But a couple steps before he got to the line, instead of staying focused on the line, because God said, no man having put his hands on the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom. You got to stay focused on the prize. And, and what he did, he got just a few steps and he turned around and looked to see who was behind him and on the side and lost his stride. And one guy took one step and beat him. Touch two or three people say, stay focused, 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 stay focused. You, 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 you got to keep your focus because you got to stick with the stride. You got, when you, you they, they, they just, can't, just keep the form. You got to keep your form. Amen. Stay with God. Amen. Keep your form. Amen. If you're coming on Sunday, keep your form. I, I'm going to keep it. If you're praying, keep your form. Good. If you come in the Bible study, keep your form. Amen. Oh, my God. If you're doing devotions in the morning when you get to work, keep your form. Good God of mine. If you're praying for your children, keep your form. Oh, my God. Oh, my If you're praying because you're getting closer to the finish line, and after a while, you're going you're gonna to hit the ribbon, and you're going to be able to slow down and rest a little. Why? Somebody shout glory up in here. You know what I'm talking about. Oh my God, my God. I got to get out of here. But look at this. Y'all heard me talk about the canoe race and, and, and the reason I love it in the Olympics. Because when they wrote, they rowing. This is where we are. It's a picture of us. They've got their back to the finish line. And, the canoe, and our, everybody got to keep this stride. And they rowing. It's just like your whole family. They're rowing. They're rowing. They can't see the finish line, but they're rowing. But there's somebody sitting up at the front of the boat called the coxswain. And what the coxswain is to sit there to do, he can see the finish line. He can see their faces. They can see his face. And he can see the finish line. They can't. So what he's doing is keeping them encouraged. He said, keep on rowing. Keep on rowing. You're getting close to the end. Keep all on slow down now. Keep on rowing. You're almost at the finish line. Hey! You're almost at the finish line. Keep on rowing. You got this thing. Come on. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. Until they get cross the finish line. Somebody give God a praise. My God, my God. God can see the finish line. He's sending people to you. In fact, he sent this message and said, keep rowing. In spite of what's going on, I know, I know how it looks. I can see your face. I know your thoughts. But you got to understand, I know the plans I have for you. And expect it in. I've already predestined you to succeed. I told them this morning in Sunday school, I said, you got to understand the mere fact that you are here, you are a winner. Just by the mere fact that you're here. Because I told them, I said, when a man and a woman come together, scientists say no less than 500 million sperm are released. And they all are trying to get to that same spot to be chosen to be born. They're all fighting for that spot, to be chosen to be born. Guess who won? <laughs> let, let me put it this way. Guess who God chose? Somebody need to praise him right there. 
And, and so, you, 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 you don't, y'all, y'all stop saying, I'm one in a million. Start saying, I'm one in 499 million. God chose you. All you got to do is stay in the program. Oh, my God. Let, let, let me say this. Let me say this. Sometimes, I know y'all feel like, sometimes you might think your pastor don't go through anything. Oh, he got it. He's the pastor. You got to understand, I've had some people walk away. been talked about I messed up before I let my temper get me but I had to stick to the program the times when sometimes you, 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 you're not smiling because it's so good you're smiling because of one thing. You know that God's got you. Because you're smiling because he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You're smiling because he said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor seed begging great. That's the reason. Oh, my God. But I had to stick to the program. Because there's times when God would choose something for you that you don't want. He'll choose something for you sometimes you don't feel like doing. He asks you to go places when you feel like going home. But you go because you trust him. You trust him, say, Lord, I believe if I do what you say. Oh, my God. I believe if I do what you say, you're a God that cannot lie. And if I work the middle, you already told me there's an expected end. Expect success. I know for a fact right now the things that I see now, the things that I do, I know way back years ago if God would have showed me all the things that I had to go through, I would have said no, no. lose my mother all and, and all this at the same time and God used her on her deathbed 
Hallelujah. Used her on a deathbed to encourage me in my ministry. She was laying and all of a sudden it seemed like a whirlwind of strength came into her. And she sat up in the bed and looked. See, if I'd known her, then I said, Lord, no. If I got to go through this and see my mother pass and see all this. But I got to trust him. Knowing my mother's in heaven right now. I got to trust him. I said, how many of y'all trust God? Give him praise right now if you trust him. Sometimes God will send us through something that's bitter. That's why Jesus said, Lord, if it be your will, he said, your will, if it be your will, let this cup, this bitter cup, pass from me. And I know none of us could have handled what he went through. But you got to work the middle. The twelve was going across. And Jesus had already told him, said, go to the other side. Prophetess, by the mere fact with him telling him, go to the other side, it was already done. But a lot of times, you know, he just say, you just work the middle. All you got to do is hang in there. But they got out there in the middle. And when the storm came, they, 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 they panicked. That's why it seemed that Jesus was a little frustrated when he got to the other side. Because he said, you know, yeah. he said I just showed y'all some things. You forgot that quick? I'm the same God. Same God that kept you all of these years. If I did it before, I'd do it again. Somebody give God praise in here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Everyone standing all over the building. Thank you, Jesus.